Oh, hello. Uh, this is a special episode of, uh, kind of a Leaves of Glen. I'm not sure what this thing is. But it's for Halloween, and Halloween is creepy. Also, just as creepy as me not having any music behind me when I'm talking and I'm just sitting here talking in silence. Uh, when I was a kid, my dad used to, uh, force me to listen to a show that was on the radio back in the 70s and 80s called Radio Mystery Theater, hosted by E.G. Marshall, and uh, uh, a guy named Hyman Brown made it. Uh, brief history of radio, I guess I'm getting into. Uh, in the 70s, apparently, they unlocked a treasure trove of all these old radio shows from the 40s. So people like my dad, who grew up listening to radio shows in the 40s and 50s, uh, suddenly had all these old shows they thought they'd never hear again, and they got to listen to them. And then Hyman Brown, a guy who used to make uh, shows in the 40s, said uh, he was really old. He goes, oh, boy, oh, people like this crap again, and I'm broke. So he decided to make a show called Radio Mystery Theater and uh, kind of capitalized on people's nostalgia, uh, much like people do nowadays with uh, Star Wars. So uh, then uh, the show lasted for a long time, and my dad forced me to listen to it. Well, then I got married again, and uh, uh, my, my new wife, Gertie, uh, she uh, is forced to listen to Radio Mystery Theater also on road trips and whatnot. And she's like, why, why are you making me listen to this? And I say, it's, uh, it's the circle of, the, of abuse. So uh, she decided, hey, for your Halloween episode, instead of just reading more crap, that nobody cares about, why don't you actually uh, d do a, an episode of Radio Mystery Theater? And I said, oh, that's a good idea. That should be easy. And weeks later, I finally came up with this. I got friends to come in and read lines, and uh, I even got Germans to be on the show. So with that, uh, why don't you sit back and uh, listen to all the hard work I did trying to rip off this show. And in the show notes, I have a link to uh, an example of one of the real shows with all the commercials and everything. So, why don't you just enjoy. Here's 78 on 78. News Radio 78, WBBM, Chicago. CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come on in. Good evening. I'm P.P. P. Marshall. It was William Shakespeare who once said, Necessity is the mother of invention. It's the quality of mankind that inspires the creation of life-saving things like fire or a pencil. But what happens when the fear that drives survival is focused on mundane events like paying your bills. It leads to petty crime. And when one is driven to steal for survival, they don't consider what risks they have to take. When Lisa takes a job as a live nurse for the opportunity to steal an old millionaire's valuables, she didn't consider what evils she would be up against. Tony, I'm back from the store. Oh, good. Uh, what'd you bring me? I brought you wheat thins. Uh, you serious you brought me wheat thins? Well, yes. I specifically asked for Triscuits! Oh, Triscuits are not going to be good for your throat. My throat 
is my Achilles heel, and I know how to massage it. And I can only massage it with Triscuits. I'm the one with the ailment. I know best. And what what ailment was that exactly? <laughs> Our mystery drama, The Possessed Nurse, was written especially for Mystery Theater by Glenn Nuzzles and stars Wanda and Emmanuel Rodriguez. And is sponsored in part by Pepto-Bismol and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. They said the streets were paved with gold. So they came to America by the millions. The Toyotas and Fiats, the Datsuns and Triumphs, the MGs and Renaults. But sometimes the road is rough. And when their mufflers go, they find that the doors to most repair shops are closed to them because they're foreign. Yeah, we sell mufflers, but we don't sell your kind. Funny little car. Where does your muffler go in the glove compartment? <laughs> so to the foreign cars who came here seeking a better life, we at Midas Muffler have good news. Midas now gives foreign aid. Midas now installs mufflers on most foreign cars, and we do it with the same care and expertise you'd expect from a company that's been installing mufflers in America for 20 years. At Midas, we're specialists. We have to do a better job. Buy your Valentine a Midas muffler, muffler and cap set for $4.95, and Midas will donate $1 to Easter Seals. You will feel warm all over helping Easter Seals. Our story opens on a small, dingy apartment in Staten Island. Lisa Giovinazio and Andre Van Nolan have just retired for the evening after dinner to enjoy some music and light reading. I really love this music. It has a solid foundation for both beat and tempo. Yeah, the music is fine. But you should really see all the hot gossip in the latest issue of People magazine. There's some real dirt in here on Val- uh, Valerie Bertinelli. I think the power is out. Did you pay the bill? Oh, oh, is that so, Andre? I thought maybe I'd finally been struck blind, just like Youth Pastor Jaden always told me I would. Of course it's a power outage. And why should I have to be responsible for paying the bills along with everything else? Go get a job and stop this dumb acting school. And I just going to have to waste his energy on working on something mindless like the mall. When you should be focusing on your craft... I'm not going back to the mall ever again. Just go back to the mall job. Your boss said you had a gift. He would take you back any time. I'm not going back to the mall. We can figure this out another way. A way to get money without actually earning it. I'm listening, you son of a bitch. You thinking up a heist? Mm, no, I'm thinking something more like the passion. Method actor. You see, Lisa? A method actor completely observes themselves in a role. Living and breathing the part. Interested in the note. Oh, gee. And the line Actors they really like the sound of their own voices. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it before. So my friend from the acting studio, who uh, I don't think he's good as me, but I keep him close, you know, like my nemesis. Closer than a lover. Yeah, oh, okay, we'll get to the point. Well, my acting friend Oscar Eisenberg works at a nurse by the day of Gibbous' estates, caring for the alien Tony Gibbous. The Tony Gibbous? Oscar said he's taking a mysterious role and be cut off from the world. He won't tell me what it is. But I can't just imagine how important it must be. I need to know what it is. It would be perfect for me. Can I shake it out of him? What does that have to do with us? Oh, he said there's an opening for a new line in a nurse. 
You should get in the job, and then we could just steal stuff. So he's so old, he won't even he won't even know. But I'm not a noise. I probably need to show a license or something. How would I get the job? That's where I can help. Uh, we will use fully immerse our power in our method acting. Wow, look how big this place is. Hey, you need to focus. Tell me how you feel. Tell me how you feel right now. Well, I feel like an idiot. You didn't prepare me at all. Well, in an actor studio, it's not all about just preparing. You must live inside like a nurse. So think yourself as a nurse. Now go in there and knock them kids out. All you did was make me wear this uniform that you stole from your dumb acting school. Mm, you should take your gum before you go in. I see that you're enjoying my master sunroom. Come, sit closer to the sunbeam. Isn't it called the conservatory? <coughs> I apologize. I'm sorry if my disability disgusts you. What? Excessive phlegm in the throat. Doctors say I don't have much longer to live. Oh, I, uh, I never would have guessed. Most lung issues show shines in the earlobes. They become, uh, clubbed. What did they say the disease was exactly? What a throat. I picked it up while adventure fishing in the rainforest. Oh, that's horrible. Since you look, uh, so extremely young, what are you, uh, 30? <coughs> I'm sorry, I, I've had another episode. That must be difficult for you to witness, but perhaps you would like some tea that I have on the, uh, uh the hutch over there. Sure. And there's honey in the covered porcelain honey dish there. It helps soothe my water throat. Oh, 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 you want me to get it? Oh, of course. Uh, say, that's a beautiful cravat you have on your neck. Well, thank you. I kind of like to let it poke up out of, from under my collar just to give a, give a hint uh, that it's there. People keep it looking, you know, like a, like a tattoo. Uh, you ever see a tattoo that is kind of poking out of someone's sleeve? That's uh, pretty cool. Uh, how long have you uh, been a nurse? Oh, uh, uh, about a decade. Well, most of my experience has been in managing uh, patients with nipple catheters. You know, you got to make sure that there's drainage or else people at risk for, uh, uh, you know, in infection. Uh, but, uh, you know, home care is something that my sister used to do. Uh, she was a cargo nurse and she would, you know, haul uh, supplies into patients' homes. Uh, you know, all the catheters you can think of, every size. That's impressive. Uh, do you know how I accrued my fortune? Of course. You're the famous Toby Gibbons. Inventor of a new type of television board game called Pong. A new type of video game? Yeah, perhaps you saw, madam, the wall of television sets when you passed through the video parlor earlier. I did. Do you really play that many games all at once? <laughs> sweet, sweet nurse. No, I personally test every Pong unit before they are shipped out to other major department stores. Stores I'm sure you're uh, familiar with. Have you ever heard of, uh, oh, I don't know, Sears? Well, like my youth pastor always says, God blesses those who are the most aggressive. Well, I suppose he has to, uh, to put on training wheels for this conversation. What? Nothing. Uh, uh, we were talking about my wealth. You really are doing well for yourself. You've achieved a lot for a man who looks so young. 
How old did you say you were? <clears throat> oh, oh, I'm afraid I'm having another attack of water throat. Uh, I should retire to my bedding room and rest. Because I swear you don't look older than 30. This kind of wealth has to have taken you years to <clears throat> I'm sure it must be upsetting you. Uh, the throat waters, I'm afraid, are making me confused and light-headed. Well, I can go get you any medications you take for that. Where do you keep them? Ah, there you go. You're hired. Ah, you can start now with, uh, uh, with those teacups and stuff. Uh, go wash them. I took advantage of Tony's nap time to case the mansion. I found a lot of crucifixes everywhere, even in the bathrooms. There was a wall of TVs. Those might have been, uh, worth something. I'd have to call and ask Andre. But what was really weird was a poster boxing gloves. It was for an old 50s boxer, Tippy Toes Tony, with his famous baby tip-taps one-two punch. He looked an awful lot like my new boss, Tony Gibbons. But if this poster was from the 50s, and Tony Gibbons couldn't look younger than 30, that man had to be drinking from the fountain of youth. And I was starting to think that maybe it was unholy. I'm going to have to find a safe if this is going to be worth anything to me and Andre. But I'm getting a little scared. <laughs> like a panther, Lisa is on a prowl for her prey. Though isn't it strange that our elderly millionaire who needs a live-in nurse seems to be younger than we thought. Isn't it also strange that there seems to be no valuables within his mansion? Well, we'll learn these mysteries when I come back shortly with Act Two. This is a place. Randy's brand new thing. Hi, I'm Randy. Can I help you? Harry, it's Randy. Hey, he looks just like he sounds. Hey, brand new the way you do in the commercial. Randy? <laughs> how compelling a creative radio commercial can be. They must cost you a fortune. No. No? No, radio costs a lot less to produce than TV commercials. Well, and radio happened. time is a lot less, too. Was that a tuba you used on that oh, one? Oh, for... you caught on, didn't you? Oh. Uh, are you a, a working couple? Oh, yes, I'm a doctor. I'm a nurse. You know, that's interesting. Radio advertising is the medium to use for getting to professional women and working couples. That's us. You like the commercials, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen to the radio next week. Randy's brand new surprise week. Ooh. And you know part of the surprise? What? I recorded all this. I'm going to use this is a radio commercial for next week. Honey, we're going to be in showbiz. No, better than showbiz. You're going to be on the radio. Radio. Red hot because it works with couples who work. They're your prime customers today, and radio fits their busy lifestyle best. The Radio Advertising Bureau can send you more facts. This station can send you more customers. last left Lisa, she was struggling to find anything worth stealing in this eccentric mansion. She also couldn't shake the feeling that our millionaire isn't being totally honest about his age. Much like the old adage of the Mormons eating at Buffalo Wild Wings, she's starting to wonder what she'd gotten herself into. Life at the Gibbous Estates was, well, boring. I mean, I'd never been a noise before. I guess I wasn't really sure what I should be expecting. 
but overall I just did a lot of dusting. I would clean the Pong machines so Tony could play them. And I swear one time I saw a little bit of blood on the dial. When I was doing the laundry, I tried to wash Tony's cravat since it's so greasy. But he got really defensive and wouldn't let me touch it. He ran out of the room. That's not much like a sick man as far as I'm concerned. One day, for fun, I was playing some Pong. I was doing real well. And then Tony came in and saw how well I was doing. And he insisted that I let him take over the game because, you know, he's sick and dying and whatever. So he starts playing and he immediately lost. He couldn't win a single game. In fact, as I think of it, he's never won a game since I've been here. One time, I'm pretty sure during one of his tantrums, I heard him say, How can I live in your skin if I can't beat your game? I don't know what that means, but I think it's demonic. I've been all over this mansion. I've searched the billiard room, the ballroom, the conservatory, the dining room, the hall, the kitchen... The lounge and the library with no luck. It's only when I check the study that I think I might have found a safe behind a large painting of Benito Mussolini. I mean, I, I didn't do well in history, but I think I remember that name. Tony caught me when I was trying to open it. I was pulling it away from the wall, and he started a long speech about the acting abilities of Warren Beatty. I just, uh, I got away by telling him I had more cleaning to do. But I'm thinking that all these old, strong, powerful men, something isn't right here. Not only that, but last night, I took out the trash before going to bed. They were clinking something awful, and I thought, well, maybe he's just handed me the treasure. I don't know. I've been here long enough. Maybe, you know, he thinks I deserves it. He hasn't paid me yet. So I look, and it's all the crucifixes. I really, I don't know how much longer I can do this. What kind of ancient tongue is that? He's talking kid stuff, crazy stuff. You left pup in the toilet bowl. Pup? Pup! Fecal matter stuck to the inside bowl. Oh, you know that I'm delicate right now. If the smallest amount of pup should flake off when I flush and get in my, my lungs, it could kill me. You should know that, nurse. I haven't done one noisely thing since I've been here. All I do day after day is take out your trash, clean your bathrooms, and test all your pong consoles. I've checked the house, and I haven't found any medication for this condition of yours. And what would that condition be? Is that all you're checking for? Oh, I don't think it's very nursely to be snooping around my study. In fact, it seems like you're looking for something more than medication, which I might add is very important if I'm trying to live long enough to participate in the Northwest Bank's uh, float in the Holly Dazzle Parade this Christmas. You know, Tony, someone once said that if you point a finger, there are three fingers pointing back at yourself. Yeah. Sounds like something your youth pastor told you at camp. How did you know what Jaden said? I expect to see the toilet free of pup come twilight! Come on, come on. Uh, oi, oi. Andre! Andre, I think something horrible is happening here. What the hell are you 
talking about? Well, first, Givus is real young. Like, real young. There's no way this guy is older than 30. Also, there are boxing posters that I think are supposed to be him from the 50s. Have you ever heard of Tippy Toes Tony and his famous baby Tip Taps one-two punch? I live in America, don't I? So, he was boxing when he was 10? He's always wearing this red cravat. It's all gross, and when I offer to clean it, he gets angry. And when I mention anything about my youth pastor, he gets so insulting. Who gets upset at a youth pastor? He even called him by his name, and I swear I've never said Jaden's name around him. Then he threw out all of his crucifixes, and he has a ton of them. He knows Jaden? And I caught him speaking in tongues. I think it was Latin or Aramaic or... Well, I think it was Latin. Andre, I think... I I think Tony sold his soul to be this rich. I I think he's possessed. Mija, mija, baby. Calm down. It's totally fine. You're just working yourself into a lather. Just gotta go back in there and be calm. Steal something. You'll be fine. You mean I have to stay here another night? Do you even care what I'm sitting here just the last two weeks without toilet or warm food? Do you even care that I'm trapped here with a possessed man? I'll tell you to ask the toy, but his mouth is full. All right, fine. Whatever I can find here that would get us out of a lot of jams, but I swear to God, if you don't stop this acting crap and go back to the mall, we're done. I'm done doing your dirty work. You listen here, and listen good. I'm not going back to the goddamn mall. The phrase, the devil is the worst person to try to steal from, was originally said by Robert Mitchum. He was describing eloquently the type of dance that takes place when one person steals another's possessions. The thief needs to count on the thief to be honest, unsuspecting, and easy to manipulate. But when you're dealing with a victim who's ageless, speaking in tongues, and has no regard for youth pastors, you know you're dancing with the devil. So, we'll see if Lisa can still handle it in Act 3. Dubai is the hotspot where adventurers play the world's most dangerous games. Dubai is the title of the super-powered new novel by Robin Moore, author of The French Connection. Dubai, a Middle East country where an ambitious American makes the hottest deal of his life, involving oil and smuggler's gold. Then he finds that in Dubai, life is cheap and no price is too high for pleasure. Read Dubai, Robin Moore's fast-moving new bestseller, a bantam book where paperbacks are sold. for solace for those who are confused and scared given its wealth of trustworthy information. Here we find Lisa looking for answers. Well, here I was, Lisa Giovinazio against the world. I knew I had to take matters into my own hands, and since I didn't have youth pastor Jaden to turn to, I decided to use the internet. That's where I found Agnes. There are different ways to get rid of demons when they are trapped in a human body. Number one, um, you have to place a very, very dry pretzel on, on the head of the possessed, of course, um, and you have to speak the words omnis immunis spiritus omnis satanica potestas, and then the demon uh, will be sucked into the heart uh, bread structure, and I will seal it uh, with Bavarian mustard. 
So second would be that um, the possessed has to go to a room where he or she is going to be greeted with a preparation of raw pork and onions um, shaped as a hedgehog, um, this, the so-called infamous medio. And uh, it really needs to be eaten in full for, for impact, right? So uh, the rulers of the underworld really hate raw pork and onions, in, especially in form of a hedgehog. And so they will immediately cease any activity. And third uh, would be a very special ritual for severe cases, but I, I, cannot, I cannot disclose it due to the violence necessary. That's when I knew that my only option was to call Agnes and make her come over and help me. My name is Lisa. I'm in America and- This Lisa, you say? Uh, yes. And I'm calling because I need help. I'm a live-in nurse with someone. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm just taking notes. I am very thorough. You say you're in America. May I ask in which region? The Midwest. Look, I'm forced to stay in this house with a man who's possessed. He sold his soul to be young and rich, and I don't know what to do. If you could tell me some things I can do to protect myself. the only thing that would work. In that case, I will be there tonight by 8 p.m. I will hide in a nearby bush or perhaps behind some kind of, um, what do you say, retaining wall. And when your possessed man uh, goes to sleep, uh, you will whisk me in undetected by a sleeping ear and we will prepare for the exorcism. Please hurry. Is that Agnes already? Hello, it's me. I'm here already. What the hell are you doing here? It's 8 o'clock. You said you'd wait until he's sleeping. Oh, well, I was on a plane. It was the pilot's birthday. He said that everyone gets to drink a Rattler for free. So after uh, two or uh, nine of those, I forgot all about what we discussed and, and thought, you know what? God blesses those who are the most aggressive. So... I decided I want to get risky and dangerous. So uh, here I am, uh, and, and Los Gates. I think if I take you up this stairway, I can get you to my room, and then you can hide out there for a while until he goes to sleep. Oh, that sounds fun. I can hide in your closet, or or a wäschetruhe, or uh, I can hide under your bed like like the Butzemann. Uh, that would be so fun. Imagine if, if your possessed man came in and when he stood near the bed and I reached out and grabbed his ankles. That, that would be a großer Spaß. I think that if we're going to try to exercise him, we have to wait until tomorrow. Don't you need the rest of the night to prepare? No, no. I, I'm, I'm already good. I think I just need a good night's sleep uh, because casting out Dämonen is going to be tiring and the def difference in the... Time zones already makes me sleepy. 
I can get a cot to sleep on and you can take the bed. Ach, Quatsch. I sleep under the bed. Uh, it would be so much fun. And, and you better watch out. If your leg hangs off the edge, I might reach up and grab your ankles. Ich bin so betrunken. Ich habe einen dicken Kater. Um, is this the possessed man? That's him playing Pong and losing again. You there. What kind of man labors for hours over a game he created only to continuously lose? Huh? That doesn't sound like the efforts of a sane man. It doesn't even sound like the efforts of an insane mortal man. Perhaps it's the re repetitive, futile gestures of a, of a demon. Well, what the hell? Another nurse? Not another nurse, you idiot. I haven't even had to take care of you. Why would... It's okay. Let me take it from here. I'm a professional. Do Did you ever think, Herr Gibbos, that the creator of a television board game should be able to beat his own creation? Doesn't it seem odd that someone with an intricate knowledge of the mainframe involved in the production of this board game wouldn't be able to solve its complicated chess-like strategy. No, Herr Gibbos, I believe that the creator of the board game is trapped inside uh, his own mind, while another entity had taken over his corporal form. N name yourself, you beast, so I may cuss you out. Well, maybe it made the game so hard that even I myself can't beat it. I said, name yourself. Uh, Tony. Perhaps, Frau Lisa, you have made a mistake. Perhaps my long trip out here was all for nothing, for nichts. Are you kidding? I don't have money and I flew you all the way out here. Now you don't want to do it. You're right, okay. That would be grotesque. Fine. I don't have a dry brezel or a pork hedgehog med eagle available to me right now. So, so that leaves us with only one option for subduing this beast. Remember? The forbidden option. Option number three. Wait, option number three? I've heard of that. I've seen YouTube videos on it. Uh, isn't that what you do when you're gonna exercise someone from demons? Isn't that the one that's so dangerous it'll actually kill someone? It's guaranteed to remove the demon, okay? Uh, and kill him, yes. Well, don't do that! And now get him, meine Güte. Do I have to do Why are you walking over myself? here? Okay. God, Jesus. Do it a little tighter. What the hell are you doing? Uh. Sweet. Hold on! Why are you gripping that? Put my weight on it. Get off me! God, all this elbow Ow. grease. Jesus Christ! Uh, oh, oh, I must admit, I am a demon. But not from Beelzebub's minions, but possessed by the demon of ambition. You see, oh, 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 I occupy the coveted role of the catheter house nurse until that day that sweet, sweet Tony Gibbis was crushed by the very instruments that served as a sled on the snows of video games. What? Televisions. I'm saying the televisions fell on him. What the hell? You see, Tony, Tony was also a thespian at heart. Oh, oh, he knew all the method actors of note. Daniel Day-Lewis, Kate Winslet, Robert De Niro, Tom Hanks, Heath Ledger, Leonardo DiCaprio. Al Pacino, and he cherished the form, as I do. Oh, he, oh, he wore this simple cravat as a way of showing solidarity with the craft. Uh, as the last breaths passed from his lips, he made sure that I knew that he who holds the cravat also holds the spirit of acting. 
and the money, I also get the money, but I have to inhabit his life and take on the role of Tony Gibbons. Much like the character uh, uh, from the uh, from Dread Pirate Roberts being filled with each new member beyond his passing in the film The Princess Bride. Wasn't that a book? Nope. But uh, this cravat is cursed. Uh, although at the beginning I swam within Tony's body, I sorted through his memories of Tippy Toes Tony, his famous baby tip taps one two punch, and found the experience uh, hollow. I've never been a man of the physical arts, and Tony was a beautiful specimen in that arena. Oh. Oh, how could I ape the same life history that would leave such a, such a beautiful body and mind? But I became obsessed with greed. Oh, I couldn't call the cops when I knew that you were trying to exercise thievery eh, within this house. So I used the power of acting and making you uncomfortable to try to drive you from this house. But alas, eh, the tables have turned and I am worm meat. Your scientific approach to theology has me done for. Uh, oh, oh. And he's dying. The expected result of a process that has worked flawlessly for the tribes of Germania Magna, the Germanic Barbaricum, up until oh the Holy Roman Empire of the oh German geez. nation. From Berlin to Rome. Well, I guess he won't be needing this. Oh, you are removing his beautiful silk cravat from his neck and putting it on your own neck. And now you carry the expression of someone who has gone mad with power. Now I am Tanya Gibbous! Well, dear listeners, what have we learned? When faced with the evil of identity theft, the devil truly in the details? Aren't we all Tony Gibbons? Our cast included Wanda and Emmanuel Rodriguez, Glenn and Gertie Nuzzles, and your host, P.P. Marshall. The entire production was under the direction of Glenn Nuzzles. And here's a preview to our next tale. Good day, madam. How's your stay at the Godwater Motel? Oh, yeah, it's real good. Have you noticed any strange noises? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, past guests have mentioned that they've heard a cat yowling in the dead of night. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear that. So you, you've, you've experienced that? Oh, yeah, all night long. Meow, meow, meow. How many cats you got here, anyways? Madam, there hasn't been a cat here in 86 years. Oh, oh come on. This is P.P. Marshall, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. years to learn how to value others because of who they are, not how they look. Wisdom comes slowly. Most folks have to do a lot of living to learn it. Or you can sit and listen to someone who has, like an older person. 
You can spot them by the gray hair or the beautiful lines in the face. <laughs> God's fingerprints, I call them. Add a few friends at the top of the line today. A suggestion from the Mennonite churches and the Church of the Brethren. When Bill invited Susan to lunch, little did he know that she was a victim of Raven House paperback mysteries. So Donnelly knew Albert was deathly allergic to bee stings. Uh-huh. But I was still surprised to find out that he planted the killer wasp in Albert's car. Well, I don't understand. Why were you so surprised? Well, I thought it was an accident. Oh. So I told the police. Well, wait a minute. You what? I told the police. You told the, the police? Why'd you do that? Well, I had to report the accident. Report an accident? In a book? <laughs> Raven House publishes new mysteries every month. Which one will claim you as its victim? I'm Hyman Brown, producer-director of the Radio Mystery Theater. Before we continue with today's play, I'd like a word with the young people in our audience. When we went on the air with the Radio Mystery Theater, we were delighted to hear from so many of you, telling us how much you enjoyed our radio dramas. Well... Now I have more good news for you and your parents, too. On February 5th and 6th, we're starting a new weekend drama series. It's the General Mills Radio Adventure Theater. Every Saturday and Sunday, we'll bring you two different radio plays, some based on famous books, plus many new and original stories never heard before. And all will be filled with action, suspense, and adventure. The popular television star, Tom Bosley, will be our host each week. I hope you'll be looking forward to it as much as we are. And join with us for the General Mills Radio Adventure Theater starting February 5th on many of these stations. CBS News. Two Soviet spacemen have docked with an orbiting space laboratory in what could be a lengthy mission. This is Doug Poling reporting on the CBS radio network. The cosmonauts were launched Thursday night aboard a Soyuz spacecraft and have completed linking up with a Salyut 6 space station, according to the news agency TASS. The Soviets have given few details on what they intend to try to accomplish on this mission, but there is speculation it may be an attempt to break their own space endurance record. In March, two other cosmonauts completed a 96-day flight using the same space station. The Soviet press is headlining a different kind of story. This one a response to President Carter's speech in Annapolis June 7th, in which the president told the Russians to choose between confrontation and cooperation. In a 5,000-word article, the Communist Party newspaper Pravda says, Mr. Carter's tough line threatens to usher in a new Cold War and could wreck efforts to control the arms race. In Pravda's words, we are not accepting the invitation to join the funeral of detente. More news in a moment. Moog, 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 Moog means mileage, 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 mileage. Moog, one of the leading manufacturers of steering and suspension parts, wants you to know how to get the most mileage from your tires. Misalignment can be your tire's worst enemy. Only an alignment specialist can correct it. He knows you can't properly align a car when the parts that hold alignment are excessively worn. He'll make sure all the connecting links in the front end of your car are sound and dependable. Only then can you get the kind of alignment that will help you get maximum tire mileage. Poor alignment can chew up tires fast and 
threatens steering control. Alignment should be checked at least twice a year by an alignment specialist who will replace excessively worn parts with improved parts by Moog. Moog. M-O-O-G. The right name for wheel-to-wheel -wheel security. Panamanian leader Omar Torrios is hosting a state dinner at this hour in Panama City for President Carter. Also there are the heads of five other Latin American nations. The dinner caps a busy day and big celebrations in Panama as Mr. Carter exchanged documents with Torrios, formalizing the decision to turn over control of the Panama Canal at the end of this century. Officials of state and local governments continue to take a hard look at their financing situations in light of the passage of California's property tax cuts. A report on one such effort from Larry Wright of Station WRFD in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus Mayor Tom Moody, president of the National League of Cities, says his group, prompted by California's taxpayer revolt, has organized a nationwide task force to study municipal finance and alternatives to funding local government. I'm simply saying let us adopt a rational tax picture so that we have an efficient system that collects the minimum amount of dollars and provides the, the most service for it. And that's what our task force in the National League of Cities is all about. Moody says the project is not an effort to reject voter sentiment or to keep future tax reform measures from getting off the ground. It simply will study the relationships between state and local finances and look for alternatives to the property tax. Larry Wright for CBS News, Columbus, Ohio. In New York Friday night, an agreement was reached to end a four-day strike against the New York Daily News, the nation's largest newspaper. The settlement is tentative, subject to ratification by striking members of the newspaper guild. In a speech in London Friday, Treasury Secretary Blumenthal said Washington is ready to support the troubled American dollar on foreign money markets. He said that support would be in large amounts if that's necessary. For most of the year, the American dollar has declined sharply against the currencies of Western Europe and against the Japanese yen. The State Department says Cuban Prime Minister Fidel Castro has agreed to allow as many as 2,000 people to leave the island and come to the United States. Now this... Music of Matus. It begins high in the old world vineyards of the Douro River Valley. It begins softly, a tinkling on the wind. And then you know it's harvest time, and the villagers are coming as generations have come before them. They come to pick grapes grown heavy with summer sun and mountain rain. And they come singing, dancing, laughing, and loving. For it is an old world tradition that good wine can only be born in a spirit of festivity. And when the harvest is past, the village is gone. The wine they leave behind is rich with laughter and love. Matus Rosé and White Matus. The taste is light, crisp, and full of good times. A taste that's become a tradition with Matus. Like the music. Come, taste the music of Matus. Matus Rosé and White Matus, imported by Dreyfus Ashby and Company, New York, New York. He came close several times before, but Friday night, Tom Seaver did it. The veteran right-hander pitched a no-hitter. The 33-year-old Seaver led the Cincinnati Reds to a 4-0 win over the St. Louis Cardinals in Cincinnati. The last out was reported by Bob Starr in his play-by-play -play broadcast for CBS station KMOX. And the 1-2 pitch. Ground ball to the right side. The first baseman, Jason, has it.
Seaver had a poor start this season, but he's now won his seventh game in a row and has brought his record for the year to eight wins and four losses. This is Doug Poling, CBS News. Here's 78 on 78. News Radio 78, WBBM, Chicago. The time is 11.30. I'm Fred Partita with the Anchor Desk. Orson Welles for Vivitar. I've discovered a camera, the Vivitar. It's a pocket camera with a great idea. The electronic flash is built in. The Vivitar flash stops the action, and you get it sharp. You don't have to pose, and you won't miss a picture looking for something to attach. And the Vivitar pocket camera is small, inexpensive, and so easy. The flash is built in. If you want sharp, natural pictures, this has got to be your camera. You can see the Vivitar 700 at Woodfield Camera in the Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg. Call them at 882-4556. You can now see the Vivitar 600 at all Venture stores. And in Glenview, the Vivitar 700 can be seen at Glenview Camera Shop, 1763 Glenview Road. Call them at 724-4279.